Okay, uh, Geraldine, I see from the news there that um, Scarif Library, as well as the, all the libraries in Ireland, really, not just in Clare and East Clare, are celebrating Ireland Reads Week. Mm-hmm. So Ireland's Reads Week is on next week, and it's a huge initiative for Ireland, and it's very, very interesting. Basically, it's a campaign to get the whole of the country reading. So they've designated the 24th of February, next Saturday, as the Ireland Read Day. But in the run-up to it, they're encouraging people to get get lost in a book, get involved in reading at some level, get back to reading. Um, it's, it's a great way, reading itself is a great way of engaging the imagination mm-hmm. and allowing uh, people to escape into their... away from their... Situ- away from wherever they are at any given time and, yeah. and leave nearly go on a magic carpet ride to to other 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 things so i had a, i had a, popped into the libraries but to Tulla and scarif library and i talked to the librarians there about what's going on in our part of east clare and um i talked first of all with emer bowen she's the manager of scarif library and emer was telling me a little bit about ireland reads and what scarif are doing for the for the uh, ireland's read week lovely so, so Eva, will you tell us about Ireland's Reads, please? Yeah, so it's a national campaign that's run through um, all the local government um, libraries um, and, and it's to encourage people to read. And they, it's to encourage people to read through the month of February, but they pick a specific day just to target events and things that might be going on in libraries and around the country. Um, so the Ireland's Reads Day is the 24th of February of this year. That's um, coming up next Saturday? Coming up next Saturday, yeah. And there are events happening through all the Clare libraries. Uh, so, yeah, so it should be a, an interesting day. And they have two fabulous campaigns in it. They have the Get Lost in a Book campaign and they have Go on a Blind Date with a campaign with, with a book, which yeah, is brilliant. Yeah, that's the, the, the Valentine's Day hit is uh, Go on a Blind Date with a Book. So it's, it's uh, a lot of people tend to stick to the same genre that they're used to and the same author that they're used to and they may not necessarily pick up a book that might be outside of their comfort zone for the want of a better word. So we wrap up the books so they don't know what they're getting. They get a little bit of a blurb and uh, they take the book home. And have you had good response to that? Yeah, it's actually been hugely successful um, because people then get into other genres or other authors that they wouldn't have necessarily even looked at before. And it has been very, very positive. That's good. And would you find, in general, because one of the things I noticed on the website was there was an offer there to, say, uh, put a book and a person together, for want of a better word. You know, say, say you give the details of what you'd like to read or how much time you'd have. Yeah. And would, so would people come into the library and ask things they like that? They do. A lot of people come in and ask for um, recommendations. Um, personally, I feel it very difficult to give recommendations to people because I think reading is very um, a personal. Yes, it is. And what I like may not necessarily what somebody else would like. So you try to filter out what their interests are and then suggest a book like that. But the Ireland Reads website actually will give you great suggestions and recommendations on books to read. So that's another resource for another people resource. that are looking for Yeah, thing. absolutely. I know I have found myself that um, books that my daughters would recommend, which mm. I wouldn't normally look at, has been a great introduction to authors yeah. that I wouldn't normally know. Yeah. So it's nice to get different suggestions it as is, well. It is, it is nice. And yeah. it's to challenge people as well. Um, just get them outside their comfort zone and reading. That's where book clubs are very good as well. Yes, oh, um, yes. Because, you know, it, you pick a book, um, or somebody might suggest a book, and it might not necessarily be what everybody in the group would read. So um, it, it gets people talking and thinking and reading outside of what they, their norm. 
and, and uh, a discussion in schools, which brings me on to one of the the uh, events you're having in the library, which I believe is a silent book club. Yeah, it's a new thing that's actually after hitting the this, this neck of the woods. Um, so what our one is is it's happening on the 20th of um, February. Uh, you will bring a book of your choice. You will sit and you will read a couple of chapters for 20 or 30 minutes and then it will be opened up to discussion so people can ask you about what you're reading or you might say this is what I'm reading and why I like it or you know so you were talking about uh, a personal choice so we're hoping to expand on that um, in the future where we will recommend a book and it'll be like a book club but you don't have to have the whole book read before you come back so you can sit and read for 30 minutes and then you can talk about the aspect of the book that you've read or the aspects of the book that you've liked. And that could be a great way of bringing people back into reading. Yeah. Or people that might be a bit shy about going to a book club yeah. and seeing. So that, that's a brilliant Yeah, because uh, sometimes when you hand somebody a book and say you have to have that read in four weeks, it can be a bit daunting. Oh, yes. And then they feel that they can't come to the book club because they haven't the book read. Yes. Uh, and I'm very guilty of that myself. But, um, so yeah, it's, it's a nice way for them to know that they don't actually have to have the book finished or maybe even started when they do yeah. come to yeah. the... And of course, sometimes just reading a couple of chapters of a book will give, not just give you a sense of it, but give you a sense of whether you like it or not, mm. or like how it flows in there. Yeah. So it can be a great introduction, as, as we said earlier yeah. on. Yeah. And you have something for the children on? on yeah, the we have something for the kiddies on, on Saturday the 24th, and it is... Basically what it is, there was two local children during COVID who started um, this thing called the Book Monsters. So what they did was they were avid readers and loved books and, and all that surrounded books and they felt that they were missing out during lockdown and they felt that other children may be missing out during lockdown. And they started this thing called Book Monsters. So what they did was they read a book, reviewed it, and uploaded their review onto their YouTube channel. Nice one. Which was amazing, yeah. So on the 24th of February, we have these two children from the... They're teenagers now. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to name them. Um, they are going to come in, and they are going to sit with the junior book club members. And they are oh, between them, they're going to give recommendations to other children who come in. Fabulous. Um, so yeah, it's a nice introductory for children who might not be sure where to go after reading a certain author or, oh, yes. you know, yes. if their interests lie in one particular genre, how to transfer that over to a different yes. one. So it's yeah. nice to have peer-to-peer peer, peer um, um, recommendations. That's, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, it is. It's super. And all the books that they have recommended, we have lists of them from those children and we actually have a stock of all those oh, books. Oh, brilliant. Here so can get, so can, they will be able to get the books yes. that, that are recommended. Yeah, that's yeah. There's a huge interest in, uh, in graphic books, isn't there? Uh, like, it was something that had sort of um, fallen out at some level, the whole graphic comic type things. Yeah. But it's, got, it's come back again though, hasn't it, in a big way? It has, yeah. Um, it, it, I suppose they kind of went through a phase where they were called comics. Oh, yes. And it, there was this snobbery surrounding, oh, you're reading a comic. Um, but now there's the, that resurgence of graphic novels and the whole back of illustration and um, of, literature, of language as well, yeah. Um, and it's it's good for children who don't like wordy books. Oh, okay. you know, so some yes. children don't like to sit and read chapters and yes. pages and pages of words. Whereas this kind of gently brings them into the world of reading. Um, yes. It gives them another aspect. Yeah, to that's, it. that's a, an interesting way of looking at it because I've heard people say, you know, they're not getting the the value of the words mm. in something like a. a, a 
storybook yeah. with, with loads of pictures in it. But that's the better way of looking at it. Yeah. At least they're reading. That, and that's my attitude. I don't care if they're reading the back of a cornflakes box at breakfast. Yes. They're reading. And, yes. and they're, they're getting language and they're getting the skill of being able to focus on it. Yes. Um, and you have some children who are very artistic and who want to expand on that without having to, to read a book. So they have the, they have the graphic aspect of it yes. and they have the word aspect of it. And it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. And it's proved a huge success here. Yes. It's wonderful to see the way libraries are flourishing, isn't it? It's great. I mean, there was so much talk a few years ago about books being obsolete. Yeah. But if anything, it has gone the opposite direction. Yeah. I think when um, Kindles and all those reading aids became um, kind of popularised, there was talk, so oh, the libraries are going to be closed and yeah. nobody's going to be getting books. But I mean, the libraries have adapted as well to that. So we have our e-books, so you can yes. go onto our borrow box and yeah. then get your e-book. So, um, you know, the libraries are constantly evolving and changing with the times. But you still have the people who like the physical book in their hand, yes. the smell of the book, yes. the touch of yeah. the book. And yeah, I there really is nothing like it. There's nothing like there it. Is, no. And also, you have the whole possibility of you being transported on a magic carpet yeah. to anywhere because what you can't do is different when somebody's reading it to you or you're watching something. Yeah. Whereas when you're actually reading the words, yeah. your, it is your picture, it, it is. is your journey. Yeah. I as mean, it it's your vision of what the characters look like. Yes. Even though they're described, you still in your yes. head have, have that vision. Have and like, when you come into the library, you can travel anywhere in the world. Yes. You can do anything that you want. You can be anything that you want. And you can imagine anything that you want. So, I mean, that's the, 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 the luxury and, and of, of a library. And it's just it's fabulous. So, what is your advice to people for this coming week and for the months ahead? Okay, if you're not a member of the library, pop into any lo local library. It's free to join and I can't, like, it, it's amazing the amount of people who come in and go, how much do I owe you? Like, no, no, it's free. So, it's actually free to join the library. Um, you'll have your library card. It, it opens a whole world of knowledge and um, experience um, and a social aspect um, to you. So get into the library, get your library card, start reading um, and enjoy the space. Thank you very much, Emil. That's a brilliant, Thanks, brilliant idea. So we're here in Tuller Library with Orla Healy, the local librarian, and she's, Orla's going to tell me what's on here for Ireland Reads Week. Well, thanks, Marianne, for coming out, and it's great to have you. And um, we're, at the moment, we have um, little uh, bags that were given out and bookmarks for great. the kids and uh, colouring sheets. And um, we have your, you yourself here next week for on Friday, the 23rd of February at 12 p.m. for, uh, for Ireland Reads um, event. And we're really looking forward to it. There's a great buzz around the place, so we're really looking forward to it and delighted to have you out here again great. next week. Well, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to doing it myself. So tell me, uh, tell me about reading in general, Orla. Would you be very aware uh, as a librarian about reading and as a person about reading? Um, well, yeah, oh, to be honest, I only got into reading myself in probably about the last 15 years, roughly. Um, I didn't know until uh, about eight years ago that I'm actually a little bit dyslexic. Um, oh, I always knew that there was something wrong, yes. but didn't actually know. And um, I covered it up very well in all the places I ever Great. was. Um, but I always struggled and I never liked going to the library as a child. It felt uncomfortable. Yes. I, I didn't like having to pick a book. I didn't like reading and I was always 
very uncomfortable in a library setting. And it's funny because now I can see it in kids when they come in if they're uncomfortable. And the key to getting kids to reading is not, is get letting, even if they pick a book that has no words in it, they're in the library, they're getting used yes. to coming in, they're looking at books with pictures that might have one or two words underneath, and they're just getting familiar with books and comfortable with that, and they don't need to read. And I think a lot of people um, think that their kids need to be reading more books and more text and everything, and it's not the case. Kids can learn that later on, or they can get comfortable with that later on. They don't need to be doing it right now. They just need to be at a level that they're comfortable with. And That's a brilliant piece of advice. And, and it's good to let, get it out there for people to know that reading starts with just being comfortable with books. Absolutely, and just being happy. It, there's no point at all in giving a child a book if they have no interest in the subject, if they can't read the text, if they're not comfortable or if it makes them unhappy. Because it's just going to put them off it for years and years. They might never come back to it. Um, if it, kids go through stages, everybody goes through yes, stages. I go through stages where I can't read a book because I might be too busy or whatever like that. I can't might be able to finish it. But um, kids have, like, they they come back to it. I mean, the fact that I even can read a book and finish it to the end now, it's a great achievement for me because I never, like, for years I couldn't do that. I couldn't get past chapter three. You know, <laughs> that's even better again. So, you know, and tell me, did, how did you get into it? So. Did you do it through listening to books or did you do it through no, just personal It was my mother-in-law actually that was great. I was going through a very stressful time and I wasn't sleeping at night and yeah. she just kept saying, you know what, what, do you want to try a book? Try okay. a book. Yeah. And um, she, one night anyway, I says, fine. And I had tried several, yes. um, but then I found one that was easy to read. And I didn't have to stop and ask what a word meant every five minutes. Great. And it flowed very well. And it was, it brought me, it was a great book. It brought me to another country and it was a great adventure and it kept me interested. And I finished the book and I went, oh my God, I finished the book. And Brilliant. by the end of it, like it probably took me about three, four weeks to finish it. Um, but by the end of it, I was sleeping better and I was more relaxed and I was calmer because this thing took me away at the end of every evening to a different country. I think it was Italy, that first book. And I was reading about drinking wine and olives and everything. And it, it was just, it was that relaxation. And that's how it started. And I got more relaxed and I got more comfortable in actually going into a bookshop and saying, I need something that is easy to read and that will flow and take me out of Ireland. That is one of the things that Ireland Reads is offering from the libraries at the moment, isn't it? They're offering a facility for a person to see or to put in online. I, I can only read for five minutes. Oh. What would suit me? Yes. Or, or something like that, which, is a, which I think is a great plan. And so isn't that one of the things about books, that it transports you completely from where you are to a different dimension. Absolutely. I mean, it's funny um, because you could pick a book that's really heavy and deep and uh, complete fiction and brings you on a complete roller coaster of a thriller ride or horror or whatever you're into, or you could just bring pick that book that's going to bring you off on to another country altogether, another world even. Yeah. Like it Magical depends on journey. You. Yeah, exactly. And like uh, even apart from the. Um, the fiction, the non-fiction, like of reading about other people's lives or, you know, facts. Yes. Or, there's so much in the books. It's 
unbelievable what you can get out of them now like once if you have any interest at all in anything it's just you can find it and the whole thing with the library now of being able to order online on your phone or yes. even if you're in a shop and with the app you can scan the back of the book and it brings you straight to the book if it's on the library thing that's brilliant that's amazing it'll yes. just bring you straight yes. there and um you can order it there and then in the shop and you're in that queue quicker to get That's your book delivered and, and to the library. The library of offers uh, an, uh, an auditory service, uh, yes, a, a, a yeah. book a service where you can actually listen to books as well, which is a brilliant. I know my daughter used it when she was travelling. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's an, uh, another fantastic app as well. Is the Box app where you can download your um, audiobooks and your ebooks onto your phone, and it's free. You don't need a Kindle. You don't need. Uh, to pay a subscription these are fantastic services that's here and all part and parcel of your library membership that you can use and having it on your phone is fantastic the and a great thing about having it on the phone is that um, you can it's great for parents if you're on a long journey with the kids yes. you can pick a kids book yes. on an audiobook you've yes. done I spy 10 times you're sick to death of the ABC games we've all done it we've all been there and it's fine just switch off turn on an audiobook in in the car um, if you don't have um, one of the new phones with the blue, mm. one of the new mm. cars with the Bluetooth, you can pick a CD up. I have a CD in my car all, on the go all the time. With of a book of a book, yeah. Oh, I, I listen to them all the time going in and out of work, yes. and I'm much more relaxed. I don't have as many road rage fits as I yes. used to have. I'm not in a hurry home, yeah. and I'm just you know taking yeah. it easy, listening to my book as I go along. And of course, it's much much better than listening to the news. Absolutely, there's so much negativity now. In um, majority of the news on the radio now is negative in some shape or form, and whether we realise it or not, we're we're Absorbing taking that it, in yeah. every single day on top of everything else that's going on. And especially when the kids are in the car, it's a great thing to just knock off that news and put on a, an audio book yes. and, and have it. Because the other thing that um, audio books or even books in general does is it's a great platform for uh, teaching kids, giving them examples of what life is about. Yes. Do you know, like uh, things yes. that come up, I often find it with my own too, things that we um, possibly read about or we listen to yeah. or we watch on TV or whatever it can bring up a conversation with them and you can see where, where they stand on it or yes, what they think about yes. it and if it's a case that they've got the wrong end of the stick you can guide them then yeah. to and the right information one of the good things about the books about children reading books is that they're they're using their own imagination and they're using it at the level that they can understand rather than seeing a graphic picture yes they see the, yeah, yeah, they see yeah. the um, well it was Brilliant talking to you. I, I'm going to I'm going to finish here now. So, is there any last piece of advice to say to people for Ireland's Reads for this week? Just go and get lost in a book. It's it's on Brilliant. all our literature this year. It's fantastic. It's just grab any kind of book, whatever you're happy with. Come in if you need a little bit of advice. You know, um, we we'll try and point you in the right direction and um, grab something to read. And that's it. Thank you very much, Orla Healy, uh, the librarian in. Tulla Library. I'd want to add uh, more thanks to that to both Orla Healy of Tulla and Emer Bowen, the manager in Scarif Library, uh, for giving us that bit of information about Ireland Reads. The Clare County Librarian Helen Walsh herself has said Clare Libraries hope to get the whole of Clare reading this month, especially those who might not be avid readers right now. If you don't read and you have, or you haven't read in a while, this is the perfect time. And as part of the campaign in Ireland, they've 
brought together a number of book ambassadors, uh, including the Booker Prize winner, Paul Lynch, and Marion Keyes, Colin Tobin, Ricochet, Liz Nugent, and local writers, Aimee Purcell and Tracy Fahey. So you can find out more about um, the campaign in irelandreads.ie, www, that is, and uh, likewise, www. Clare Library. So to reiterate, Scarif Library are hosting a reading party on Tuesday the 20th. Bring a book of your choice and join the in the club with a, dis- with a difference. And on Saturday the 24th, they're hosting the Little Monsters Book Club. Tulla Library on Friday the 23rd has a, a author talk with writer Emma uh, Purcell. And Killaloo Library on Thursday the 22nd of February 12.30 are doing the story of Bridget, a performance and film screening with storyteller Baylor O'Brien. So the very best to look to everyone they're reading this week.